Hey everybody, how we doing today? Happy Monday to you. It is uh, a Saturday for us. Uh, hope you're doing well, Tim. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Glad to hear it's a little gloomy outside. It is very gloomy. It's okay. We can get a little rain, and that's good for the good for the world. Some rain. Is it? What's bad with rain? I don't know. Flooding. I mean, have you seen the rivers? They look pretty low, man. Yeah, there's that one boat that's stuck on the chain of rocks. Nice. Yeah. Good I stuff. I don't know if you've read anything about that. I saw it, and I'm like, well, that makes sense. The rivers are low. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. So So anyway. That, what have you, uh, what's been going on with you, man? Uh, not a whole lot. This week was kind of weird because of my work situation. Okay. ever-changing, and my work is a dumpster fire right now. I talked about that uh, last week. Um, but next week... Monday, I start working eight hours again. How do you feel about that? Oh, terrified. Why? Uh, well, I haven't worked eight hours in two years. Wow. Since March of 2020. Mm. Yeah. So it's like, uh, haven't been doing that, and now all of a sudden I'll be five days a week, eight hours, and it's going to be exhausting. I mean, maybe it'll be, it'll help days go by a lot quicker for you. For sure. And that's a good thing. That is a very good thing. That'll energize you a little bit. I mean, hopefully, maybe in the beginning it'll be a little rough. Five days a week, though. Yeah, it's gonna be right. Yep. Wow. Yeah, it's gonna be a, a culture shock. I'm sure. Yeah, when I'm working, you know, every other day, um, six hours. Six hours. Wow, that's yeah. an interesting. Well, I mean, this past week was pretty slow for my work, but like my bosses basically said, "Hey, enjoy this week. It's gonna be very slow. Next week we're gonna get even busier. So we're gonna be very busy. So just enjoy it." Which I'm like. Well, that's nice of y'all to be like, <laughs> enjoy some slow times. I'm like, oh, right. Cool. I did uh, an interview on Thursday for a promotion. Oh, cool, man. So hopefully I'll hear back from that. Yeah. And then I applied for another job and I haven't heard anything about it yet, but it hasn't closed yet. So that's actually good news. It means that I'm probably hopefully going to get referred to get interviewed. Um, and I'm more excited about that promotion potential. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, so this job that you interviewed for, is it just like a like moving into a management position or? No. It, 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 what it's called is an expert technician. I'm just a regular technician right now. Oh, so it's like a senior, like. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, a grade in. So right now my position is a four five six GS four five six. I don't know what any of that means, but great. That's awesome. Yeah, and it would bump me up to a seven eight. Mm, beautiful numbers yeah, those yeah. are good those are good numbers that you're getting higher is better i okay so yeah. what's the highest number 15 is that the president no oh well then what's his number uh, uh probably some executive level higher grade like 16 well, way higher mm, 23 it, the president makes like four hundred thousand a year that's nice yeah yeah, yeah. four hundred thousand mm-hmm. yeah i mean I'm fine with the president making that much, but at the same time, they have so many connections. They can, they'll be fine for life, right? They get a stipend, or they get a. Well, you say you're a president for four years, obviously, in your first term. Uh, you don't spend any money. It's true. Yeah. So it's all going <laughs> four hundred thousand in the savings. That's not bad. No. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the first lady makes any money. I have no idea. That, that's like a position. We should ask our friend Corey. With the, have we decided if he's with the NSA or FBI? Yes. Okay. So we're going to ask Corey. Corey. What what do we got to do, man? What do we got to do to find out that, that 
salary base besides Google because I don't want to do anything. Yeah, I don't want to do anything. My yeah. laptop's closed. It would be too much effort to open it. I could open my phone, but I'm very comfortable on this couch. <laughs> so I'm definitely not going to Google that crap. Yeah, the legendary pod couch. It's lovely. You have it's a it looks like the kind of couch that would be in a bachelor pad. It's nice and comfy. Definitely been broken in a little bit mm-hmm. over the years. It's um, it's kind of old. How old? Uh, at least six or seven years. Six or seven years. And it's actually a former roommate. He bought that couch. Um, and he just left it? Yeah. I need to get a roommate <laughs> to leave Kate and I a couch because our couch is the worst. I got it when it was just me. Uh-huh. <clears throat> About, well, I guess I got it in like 17, I guess it was. And it's not comfortable. It's it's there. I'm thankful I bought it at such a cheap price from uh, uh, weekends only. Ooh, but fancy. That's, I think that means like, yeah, it's yeah. the Aldi <laughs> of, uh, uh, it's, it's off brand stuff, I'm oh, sure. Yep. But it was cheap. So, heck yeah, dude. My <clears throat> yeah. couches are from Ashley. Those, that's better. They yeah. are definitely better. Like, that's where we got our dining room set from, was Ashley. <laughs> Folks, I know you're riveted by furniture talk. <laughs> um, this is furniture talk. For, oh my gosh. I'll bet there's a podcast on furniture talk. Oh, what Just nothing but furniture. talking furniture. Yeah. So. Well, okay, cool. Uh, with me going, what's going on? Uh, like I said, work is pretty slow right now. Um, Kate and I went on a nice date night not too Ooh. long ago. Yeah, um, <clears throat> we went to Mao House. Mao House. Yeah, it's a cat cafe in Maplewood. Meow, meow, meow. It's great though. Um, the they have some really good uh, uh, lattes that you can try, fun pastries, and then you can just go into this room. It's this huge room with just cats that are kind of chilling playing sleeping being cats yep it's almost like a jungle gym for them so they're literally like next they're on the roof (laughs) almost (laughs) you're like wow they have all this space and it's where uh kate and i adopted our cat benny from so okay it was kind of nice to go back there we we frequented it more when we lived in south county Um, interesting but uh yeah we're like yeah let's go there so we went there and then <clears throat> we actually swung by the Galleria real quick, and I bought a couple things, uh, some uh, pair of jeans and uh, a shirt there. So Nice. Good for you. Yeah. First time shopping somewhere in a long time, and yeah. it felt really weird. Um, we're like, okay, hey, we're, we're vaccinated. We're wearing masks. Let's just hope that this works. And it, it was fine. Yeah. Uh, and then we went to um, Vendaset for dinner. which was really nice. I would recommend folks go there on a date night, especially on a nice weather day, because uh, part of the view, you'll get to see like the arch. You can see, well, the arch is obstructed a little bit, but you'll get to see Union Station and the Ferris wheel and uh, really pretty. The food was phenomenal. Holy cow. Um, Really couldn't uh, say enough great things about the swordfish I had. Ooh. We also had a little cheese board as well, Mm. which was great. And Kate got like this seafood stew, which was, it was really good. Nice. I I have to say, I'm going to brag on my wife. Okay. She is so brave. She will just try different types of food where it's like, what is this? And I'm like, I really don't know. She's like, should I get it? I go, leaving it up to you. She's like, I'm getting it. And just loved it she's adventurous <laughs> like that which i'm That's like awesome yeah and because i <laughs> there was a girl i dated and all she wanted was chicken that's all she would eat hmm. so we would go to an italian restaurant it was chicken parmesan or we would go to a steakhouse and it would be oh can i just get some grilled or uh, uh, fried chicken or something like that I'm like, 
This is getting ridiculous. Come on, get something else. Try it. Seafood? No. Ugh, it's it's awful. Like, all right, whatever. Kate, though, she I think even like on our first dinner date, she's like, yeah, I haven't had this. Let's try it. She's like, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. So, uh, kudos to her for uh, just trying whatever trying she hasn't had before, nice. which is great. Very yeah. nice. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you went on a mandate recently. I did. Uh, Nick and I went to dinner at a dive bar right down the street. Who paid? No one. We you split. walked out without paying? Yes. No, we split. <laughs> it was separate checks. No. Well. We did sp- split the, the fried pickles. Though. Cute. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. And then we watched the movie. What movie? Dune. It just came out. Is that any good? Um. Uh. Eh. 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 Yeah. Would it would it have been? Wait, did you go to the theater or no? Yeah, no. We watched it here. Do you think it would have been better though if you saw it in a movie theater? No, no, worse. You know, it's like the second time they tried to make Dune, and I, it just doesn't seem like Hollywood is getting it. Well, it was a runtime of two hours and forty five minutes. Okay, so that's why I'd say it'd be worse in a theater. Mm. I mean, by the time you go to the trailers, and it's like three ten. Yeah. Theaters need to bring back an intermission break or long movies. Bring back the intermission break because sometimes a movie's so long, you're like, all right, I need to stand up and stretch. I'm going to go get more popcorn, go to the bathroom, uh, take a quick nap for, you know, (laughs) something. I don't know. Just bring back the intermission. There's nothing wrong with an intermission. I prefer, you know, because I have a surround sound up there in the living room. So it's like having a small theater. In your house. Fair enough. I get that. I still think it's fun to go into a theater, which Kate and I were talking like, what's the last movie that we went and saw in theaters? Yeah, what was it? Last Christmas with uh, Amelia Clark. Uh, it's really good. <laughs> uh, it's pretty funny. I, I shouldn't say it's really good. It's a nice movie. Uh, Amelia Clark, who played uh, Daenerys Targaryen on Game of Thrones. The Queen. The, yes. Uh, she was the star in it, and she's lovely. Uh, it's basically about a girl who's kind of lost her way in life. Okay. And um, someone comes along to kind of help guide her back, and it's around the Christmas time. It's really, really fun. Was this 2019? Yeah. Yeah. That was the last time we were in theaters. We're like, good grief. We thought it was The Joker. That was the last one I saw. That was the last one you saw? Yeah, in the theaters. That was fun. Yeah. Um, But no, that wasn't our last one. It was our second to last oh. one. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I've never been big on like the theater. I used to be when I was a teenager, but then it just kind of was like, oh, uh, I'd rather watch at home. I get that, especially right now, and we're all so used to it. I do feel like when the new Batman movie comes out, oh, I'm going to want to see that in theaters. The trailer is so good. The new one looked really cool. I was very excited to see what Paul Dano does with the Riddler. It's going to be a different take on the Riddler, too, who's not like a serial killer in the comics. He's more like a jewel thief. Really. Right. So it looks like they're kind of going a much different route with that, which is fine. I'm cool with that. Uh, then Colin Farrell as the Penguin. Dude. You don't even recognize Colin Farrell. No, he's completely lost in that role. Which is great. That's great. Well, it's a ton of... Well, I shouldn't... Prosthetics. Got a, yeah, a ton of prosthetics, a lot of makeup, because uh, he's a beautiful man. He is. He's a very beautiful man. Yes. We talk more about beautiful men on this show. Well, you know. Fine. I'm fine with that. I just think it's interesting. <laughs> what does that say about me? Um... I don't know. Anything? What doesn't I'll ask you as your therapist, Tim, <laughs> how does that feel to talk more about attractive men? Uh I'm fine with it. Okay. Yeah, whatever. So the theme of today 
The theme? There's yeah, a theme? There is a theme. Is I think we're going to be asking Tim questions. Oh, dear. Uh, we asked people to send in questions. I got a bunch. Tim got none. So <laughs> you guys don't care at all about me. Uh, that's my th- that's my take on this. But um, yeah, uh, nothing in my email or even Facebook Messenger or text. Nothing, no communication whatsoever. I got these through text messages. I got these through um, just in person. I got these oh through Messenger. All kinds of ways. So some of oh these dear. questions. Uh, this is the Tim uh, AMA episode. A and A. AMA. Okay. Ask me. In, ask me. Oh, yeah, ask me anything. Yeah, I thought you said AMA. N, and I was like, what? <laughs> we'll go back and look. Maybe I did say N, but A-M-A. A-M-A. Why is it so hard for me to say today? <laughs> What's going on? Mm. Mm. We're not okay today, folks, but we'll get through this together. <laughs> uh, so, okay. <laughs> so, this is this one comes from my wife, actually. Ooh. And oh, dear. I was bragging about her for kind of the same thing. Tim, what food have you never tried but would like to? Oh, wow. I don't know if I have an answer for that. You have to answer every <laughs> question. question. Um, it's going to be a whole lot of me saying, um. We'll work on that together, man. <laughs> That's good. See, this is something we can work on together. Uh, what uh, A food I haven't tried but like to because yeah. I, I don't know if I have an answer because I usually just try it if I have a question about it. Okay. That's fine. But, okay. What's one food then that you tried recently? That you've never tried. Mm. See, I've tried. I feel like I've tried a lot of stuff. Like, so I, I don't get into a lot of foreign food. So you just like burgers, basically. Well, no, like I'm talking Thai or Vietnamese. I haven't oh, like experienced a out. lot of that. But like Mexican food, of course. Italian food, of course. You need to branch out and try some Vietnamese. Uh, go check out Miley. In Clayton, I think it's in Clayton. Okay. They have some of the best Vietnamese food around. PBS actually did a, a series on different restaurants in the St. Louis area. And yeah. His, uh, the owners of, owner of Miley, that was one of the restaurants profiled. His story is incredible. Nice. Like his family came here from Vietnam and when they were escaping Viet, uh, Vietnam, uh, they were on a boat mm-hmm. just trying to get away. And he ended up getting very sick when he was like a baby. Um, so they were on this boat and he was pretty sick. Well, then there was someone else on this boat who just lost their mind. They're at sea and that happens. Yeah. You know, through dehydration or malnutrition, whatever it is, this person lost their mind, jumped off the boat and was going to just drown themselves. Oh, dear. Well, this man's dad jumped out to save him, save her. I believe it was a woman that was saved. And he said to her, listen to me. I have a baby on that ship. I will die out here with you unless you swim back with me. Don't let my son grow up without a father. And they saved her. Well, they then get to a refugee camp. Everyone was alive somehow. He ended up just being so sick, like near death. And that woman that was saved, her brother was a nurse and happened to be in the same refugee camp. She went and got him. And ended up being able to treat him and save his life with some medication and treatment. It was really like an interesting story of you don't know who you save or what you do to, for someone else. It could be paid back to you in the future. It was such a cool story. And anyone that goes to Miley always has great things to say about it. And this Vietnamese food is very different, I think. Okay. So that's the assignment, folks, for Tim. 
We're giving Tim assignments now. Okay. That's part of this is to try right. Miley. Okay. All right. I'll try. All right. So you didn't answer the first question. So uh, that we're gonna say <laughs> I, I did answer it. No, you didn't. You okay. didn't say a food that you would that you've never tried but you would like to. Vietnamese. There okay. You go. Cool. Try the pho. The pho. Pho. Yes, I think it's P H O. Is how it's spelled. Isn't that pho? They pronounce pho. Pho. Yeah. Just Got the way it. they pronounce it there. Uh, they even have shirts there that say 3-1-FA, which I thought was pretty clever. <laughs> I thought it was cool. Okay. Nice. Next question. Next question. Mm-hmm. Where do you get your news? Where do I get my news? Yeah. Primarily Reddit. Reddit? Mm-hmm. That seems dangerous. It is not, actually. I mean, I'm on Reddit, and you'll see some of the biases or people taking things, like, they'll twist a... a um, I don't know, the, the title or the headline mm-hmm. and make it into something that it's not. And then you'll see people underneath like, that's not what this says at all. See, that's why I like it. Yeah. Uh, because like a lot of the local news, specifically like Fox, ugh. but then like Wait, CNN. Lo- local news or that seems like national news because you're talking about Fox. Both. Like but. even like when you watch local news, you can get on like a YouTube and be like major news story hits and it's literally word for word the exact same news story, mm. even in local news. Yeah, because it's all owned by like one dude or one media corporation. Mm. So you get a lot of the same scripts, unless it's like specific local news, like this happened in St. Louis today. It's all like word for word. So for you, the issue is since all of, not all, but well, most of it, most of it is privately owned, we're kind of getting whatever the owners want. want. And you can get on, like, Conan did a bit about it, where he shows, like, all the local news, and it's literally word for word the exact same script. That doesn't seem like a Conan bit. He did that? I think he did. That seems more like a Colbert sort of thing. No, I don't no? I don't think so. I think it was Conan. It was one of those guys. <laughs> one of the late night people. <laughs> right? So, soon we're going to find out it was, like, Dan Rather or some Probably. news person. <laughs> so, But primarily Reddit... Um, and then, of course, you're online, like Yahoo News or whatever, stuff like that. Mm, okay. Yeah, I stick to online stuff. Did you try the Associated Press app? Um, See, that'll pop up on Reddit. Yeah, but then you can get everything that's on the Associated Press app, and you can find all kinds of different types of stories. Maybe you want to look into environmental health, or maybe you want to look into uh, medicine. You, you want to look at even sports. You can find all kinds of information there without mm. any sort of bias. Yeah, I can do that on Reddit, though. There's going to be a bias. There's a healthy bias there. Got, I mean, sure, I'm on Reddit too, but I just look at it for stupid stuff like, you know, pro wrestling and and, <laughs> and hockey uh, things, but that's it. When you start getting into niche, that's where Reddit gets kind of weird and creepy gets, and biased. Uh, I don't see as much bias on Reddit when it comes to like Reddit Squared Circle, which is the pro wrestling one. I, I do see it. When it comes to like Reddit St. Louis, I barely read it anymore because it's just hellaciously biased and how do I put it? Just hate filled. Yeah, it's very hate filled. You could literally be like, a new park is being built in North St. Louis. They'd be like, kill the people who made it. <laughs> kill them. <laughs> kill them all. They should be giving that money to someone else. And you're like, dad, gum, man, it's a park. Calm down. Pretty much. Yeah. So, okay, so you get your news from those places. <laughs> that was from Brooke. Oh, Brooke. Yeah. Hi, Brooke. Hi, Brooke. Uh, the next one is from uh, Amy Toti. Oh, I should have just said Amy T. I wasn't going to give out all of the names. Whoops. <laughs> <clears throat> I made a mistake. <laughs> Anyways, uh, if you could play one 
board game One for the game. rest of your life, board what game. would it be and why? Board game. I don't play a lot of board games. You've got a bunch right over there. Those man. are all Nicks. I mean, they're in the house. They're in the house. What What would be one board game that you would play for the rest of your life, and why? One board game. I mean, you got to think about this too. It's the rest of your life. I know. So like, anytime anyone pulls out a board game, no, no, it's no, no, this I have one. to play this one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, that's literally got to be your response. Uh, You've made a deal with God. <laughs> God has said, listen, this is a really weird thing, but I made a bet with Peter. <laughs> Thou shall. What, Tim Far, you can only play one board game, or your soul is damned to hell. I'm sorry, but this is just a bet I have with Peter. Perfect. Um, I don't know if it could be a board game. Would D&D be classified as a board game? What do you think? Is there a board? There is. Okay. Or there's a map. Do you consider a map a board? I don't know. It sounds like no, because you're not sold on it. Well, is it? <laughs> am I going to be judged on a technicality? I mean, okay, let's look at this <laughs> similarly to like Job. Were there technicalities with what Job went through? I, I, I can't. This is your big test. <laughs> My big test. God is testing your love for Him with this one game. Jeez. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm going to be damned to hell. Well, you, that's, that was part of the game, man. Wow. That's... Time to play the game. <laughs> King of Kings. Mm-hmm. Uh, Triple H. Uh, I, you, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take ownership and go D&D. Okay. Definitively. Why D&D? There's so much you can do with it. It is not your typical classical board game. It's like role-playing elements. You're involved in with a character. Mm. There's a lot of dice rolling. You can make it um, funny. What's your character? I don't have a character. What? You talked all about this and you haven't even played it? No, I haven't. Huh. Yeah. So this is all based on you haven't played the game, mm-hmm. but you want to try something new. That's dicey, my friend. Well, it is dice rolling. This is dice rolling, but I I'm saying the dice. the idea of doing this is dangerous because you don't even know if you like it. Well, I have friends that play it, um, and I love those friends very much. What if those friends did meth and they loved that? Would you? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Well, now I know they cross off that question. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. That's not a question. Right? I would not do meth. Hmm. Uh, but I, there is a show that I watch on YouTube uh, called Critical Role. It's pretty massive, hmm. and they play D&D. Hmm. Yeah. So you watch people play D&D. Mm-hmm. I think I would do that because I've always wanted to be invited to a game of D&D. Mm-hmm. And I've said this before on the podcast, and mm-hmm. I'll say it again. I want to join someone's game, but they won't invite me. Well, I was working on a campaign and DMing, which is dungeon mastering the game where you're telling the story. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I was working on that, but I kind of... Fell off? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Well, I think that's a good choice. I think it's dangerous. I'm worried about your soul now. Me too. God's tested you, and you decided to make the test even harder. Yep. So I'm excited for it. Okay, cool. (laughs) Next question. Next question. What is the most epic way you've seen someone quit their job or be fired? Uh, that question comes from a Colin M. Hmm. 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 Uh, most epic way I've seen someone get fired or leave their job. Yeah. Well, uh, not at all. You haven't seen anything? No. I've only had two jobs in my, well, three jobs in my entire life. Have you heard of anyone like, 
oh hey word through the grapevine was such and such quit this way well i didn't i didn't see this uh but i had a friend in high school who said he quit his job at a local fast food restaurant by jumping out of the drive-thru window like that's not okay you know Uh, it's not really epic but it's interesting to say the least so that's the way he quit yeah Uh, i'll share a story on this one i worked my first job that i had was at Toys R Us in St. Peter's. Uh, that's such an old sentence now. Toys R Us, which oh, is wow. sad. Yeah. Uh, but I worked in the video game department there. Okay. And we were getting shipments of PlayStation 2s in. And all of a sudden we noticed that there was like one or two missing. We're like, oh, that's weird. Talked to the uh, people who were sending them to us. And they're like, eh, we don't know what's up. We sent you the right ones. Come to find out there was a guy who I had like befriended who mm-hmm. worked in the back. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was stealing them and basically giving them out uh on off the side he lived in the same neighborhood as me but all of a sudden i just see him walking out with his hand with his hands cuffed being taken out by the cops and i'm like what is happening i'm like 16 and i'm like terrified (laughs) because i'm like someone my age is getting arrested this is weird uh but then i found out why i was like what an idiot and then i saw him driving around my neighborhood one time ago dude why did you do that he was like well, I just wanted to make some extra money. Like, get a second job. <laughs> right. You're 16 and you work at Toys R Us. So, yeah, my first job was at a family-owned restaurant. And oh, I worked cool. in high school. Well, let me take that back. I'm getting memories. Um, yeah. My first job was a VFW hall when I was 14 getting paid under the table. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Working illegally because I was 14. What yeah. were you doing there? Mopping floors and cleaning up the bingo hall. Okay. Yeah, that was it. That's pretty cool, actually. That's a fun story. Uh, it was a bunch of idiot kids working there, mopping up floors and harassing each other, basically. Harassing each other? You know, like, you know the wrestling. We wrestled each other like while we're working, quote-unquote. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, my second job was at the restaurant, the family-owned restaurant. I only worked there for like two or three years, and then I started working for the government hmm. right out of high school. Wow. That's been a, that's an interesting story arc there. And then I quit that job, the government job, to be the pastor. Um, so that's four jobs. We're up to four. Uh, for 14 months, and now I was without a job for six or seven months, and I worked for a company called games to you which is, uh, you know those big vans that hold like 17,000 people in them? Like the big Mercedes vans? There's like a 17-seater. Okay, yeah. When you said 17,000, my brain couldn't figure out anything because <laughs> I just immediately thought of... What would be needed to make something that moves that holds 17,000 people? Yeah, don't ever take me literally when I say so. No, I like to think of something literally like that (laughs) because that would be incredible. A moving vehicle that holds 17,000. Yeah, that would be. Well, it would be like a cruise ship. How much does a cruise ship hold? I mean, you're talking about like on a road. So. Okay, well, fine. So it was one of those big Mercedes vans filled with uh, like five xboxes and we take them to kids birthday parties and then you know play like that the first my interview <laughs> for this job <laughs> was hey show up this minor league hockey rink and we're gonna roll the hamster balls across the ice that was my interview okay yeah with the people inside of them those are like the intermission game did you get paid yeah okay i got paid for that so that's five jobs now uh i did laser tag for that company played with kids shot lasers it was fine nice Um, seems like a good job for a prospective or former youth pastor yeah it was it was fun uh we broke a fence 
so that was cool. Again, it was a kid's birthday party, and we shoved kids in the giant hamster ball and was rolling it while they had a fence while the kid got going, and then we lost control and hit the fence and just <laughs> knocked over the fence. Wooden fence, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it was awesome. And we're like, oh, no, uh, okay, bye. All right. <laughs> we're not getting a lawsuit here. Bury that child immediately. Hide the evidence. Um, and then I said, this is real dumb, and moved back to St. Louis and got my government job back. All right, so five jobs. Yeah. I mean, there's been, like, a fight broke out once at my place. Um, wait, wait, at the government job? Yeah, yeah, Homeland Security gets involved. I didn't witness it, so... That's an epic fire right there. I don't know if they were fired. How could you not? You, get, you can't fight at a... Because it's a government job. You yeah. literally can't fire anyone. Man. Yeah. Mm, but a fight, though. Yeah, well, it was a fight. Um, there's been people that like cussed out managers and gotten suspended, but I've never witnessed it. It's all been like rumors and hearsay. Hmm. I uh, did uh, work at a... Um, I don't want to say what the place was, but there was a company I worked for in Chicago where... We started to notice that like um, a lot of very young, pretty women were getting these promotions. And we're oh like, oh, dear. that's great. You know, oh when, you know, it's we're a young company. We're growing and this is mm. great. Um, but we also noticed who was promoting them. And it was this one man. Mm. Yeah. He was sleeping with all of these women. Uh. And we're like, dude, you're married. And he would always it would, ugh, what made me feel the worst was like I used to think he was a great guy. He would bring like his daughter to bring your daughter to work day mm. or your kid to work day, mm. and he seemed like a great dad. And I w- I can believe that he's a great dad, mm-hmm. but he was definitely a jerk. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like so, there was several. Like I can think of four, th- these four young women, who did that. And in my head, I'm like, they've got to feel terrible about it in some part of them. I mean, granted, they're getting a promotion, but the way that it came about just makes them go like, come on, man, really? Ugh. <sighs> But Gross. yeah, it was it was a very bad situation there to say the least. Right. So, uh, all right. Next question. Next question. And this one I think is a is a thinker. A thinker. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, My thinking cap is on. Who would you want to play you in a movie about your life? Hmm. Interesting. I think it is interesting for you because you've got layers. I. You've got layers. So Shrek. No, Shrek's not a person. Shrek can't play you, so <laughs> you need to think of people that aren't animated, sir. Okay, all right, fair enough. Well, you know, he layers like an onion. That's where my brain went. I get it. Okay. Once again, Shrek, right. not a person. You just pop my balloon. That's what you did. I didn't. Well, that's fine. I'll <laughs> pop a balloon if it's not based in reality. It's an animated balloon, dadgummit. <laughs> okay, so we got to think, too. Like, do you want you, the story of your life to be... Like an action comedy? Do you want it to be a uh, indie film? What What would that movie look like if it's about your life? A Greek tragedy. A Greek tragedy. Yeah, it would be. Mm. It Who's would... doing the score for it? Oh, uh, Hans Zimmerman. Hans Hans Zimmer. Zimmer. Yes, yes. There's Zimmer. no men with it. Just Zimmer. Zimmer. Nope. Just Zimmer. There's no gibberish at all, sir. Stop speaking in tongues. This isn't a Pentecostal church. So Hans Zimmer is doing. The this score. Greek tragedy mm-hmm. set in Baldwin, Missouri. Okay. And, you know, okay. We got to think of who some of the characters are in this movie. Like, the the house has to be, like, the main... The, the house is the, like, main character of this movie. See, I think it's a triumph, man. I think your movie's a triumph. Well, it has a lot of... 
uh, tragedy elements in it. It would be very much a very drama-filled movie. I like it. Okay, so we can do an indie drama. Indie drama, okay. All right. The, the, so the house is, like, you know how you watch a, like, Deuce of Hazard or something like that, and the yeah. car is, like, a character in itself? Mm-hmm. That's this house. Because so much has happened Agreed. in the house. And I was talking to a dear friend of mine, Julie, um, who I visited in Georgia a few months ago. Hello, dear friend Julie. I know you listen. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, <laughs> and I told her one of my favorite parts about her wedding was that she ended up here for a bachelorette party. That's cool. Well, she was drunk as a skunk, <laughs> doesn't remember it at all. And I was like, we did? And I was like, yeah. And it's so epic that you ended up here because she was here all the time. There's been yeah. a whole bunch of people that have been here. And there's like whole lots of stories and good things that have happened out of this house. It's just incredible. See, I, you know what I think the first shot of the movie is? We set a tone where it looks like it's going to be very depressing, mm-hmm. dark, and sad. We see this lonely figure standing in a front yard, mm-hmm. uh, and it just looks like it's the worst thing ever, and it's the house has burned down. Mm-hmm. And then a friend comes up and just puts his arm around you and is like, it's going to be okay, man. One day, your podcast, <laughs> we'll talk about it on there. That's the first scene. And then it's almost like Johnny Cash in Folsom Prison okay. with Joaquin Phoenix. And the, okay. the first shot is him in, in the, uh, the prison. And then we just do flashbacks, and then flash forwards, and then flashbacks. Okay. And then flash- That's how I see your movie going. Because it would be like I had a really bad childhood, and I've talked about it a lot on the podcast a little bit. So you you would need a young me, a teenage version of me, or an actor that can go like maybe who's in the but, middle, and you could go a little younger and then a little old. Dang. Yep. Well, that takes away who I would pick for you. And then you would need the twenties, where I yeah. get married and all of that. So you would need an ex-wife character. Okay, okay, that's fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who would? Oh, never mind. No, go ahead. I was gonna say who would play your ex-wife. <laughs> I have no idea. You have no idea. I know who I would want to play you. Okay. Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. Okay. I, okay. I would like to see a Jeremy Renner because. Like, he can play... Dramatic roles, yeah. play dramatic, and then he's got some of that, like, dry sense of humor, too, that you mm-hmm. have. Yeah, yeah. So I would yeah. love to see someone like that. Okay. So I'd pick Hawkeye to play you. Granted, he can't play teenage you. Right. Which, fine, we'll get a we'll get a teenage actor to play that part. Mm-hmm. Has mm-hmm. to look kind of similar to Jeremy Renner, and then can flip over, and then we'll jump to Jeremy Renner playing the adult you. Okay. Because he can play 20s. Yeah, you could de-age him a little bit yeah. with makeup, I'm yeah. sure. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Jeremy Renner's playing you. All right. Hans Zimmer does the score. Mm-hmm. Man, you, I like this. Okay. I do like this. <laughs> uh, oh, and then uh, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson is the director. He's the guy that did There Will Be Blood. <laughs> All right. I would love to see sure. that movie. Sure, Oh, my gosh. Uh, so then you would need the cast of the podcast getting into, like, the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. So you would have Curtis and Drew. Okay, who who would you want to play them? Oh, I have no idea. So. Drew is very blunt, and you've heard Drew. Yes. So um, you would I, need someone that's a little bit in your face I, a little bit. I almost. <laughs> go ahead. Go for it. I, go I for almost it. want James Corden to play him. Oh, he would be so offended. <laughs> Drew's so pissed off right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun oh my god just to see james corden play that who i've heard is like can be kind of mean to people oh he's an asshole i don't oh. i mean i haven't experienced it firsthand it's just one of those things where you see a hundred articles on the internet so 
Um, but that would be fun to see James Corden play him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, uh, backup one, Chris Hemsworth. I hope you like that more, Drew. <laughs> Say Chris Hemsworth or James Corden. Only those two people can play him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For Curtis, you got to have someone who could just play dead-eyed. You know who would have been fantastic would have been Mitch Hedberg. Um, or Curtis. Because Curtis has that kind of weird... He does. ...kind of humor. The problem is Hedberg couldn't focus enough to be an actor. He would just be I too know. high. I know. Like, he made that movie, um, forgetting what it's called now, but basically they said they had to, like, tell him the line, and then he would say it. He just couldn't remember any lines. Oh, what is his name? Um... The guy from Half Baked that always looks high, uh, Jim. Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer would be pretty good. Yeah. I like Jim Brewer as a as an option, although he's got a lot more energy. He does than Curtis. He does. We'd have to tone him down a little bit. A little bit. I almost want. I wish there was someone that had like that Bill Murray like, just deadpanned energy. Mm. That's who I would pick to play Curtis. Mm-hmm. Mm. But not Bill Murray. You just need someone who's so much more calm in every like every way. Yep. And could be a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> yep, 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 yep. One of those. Oh, you know who would be even better to play uh, uh, Curtis? Who? Sorry, I meant Drew. Drew. Uh, I, w- I would love to see it be like a Tom Segura. Ooh, yeah. That would be fun. Yeah. Okay, hey, so it can either be James, James Corden, or Tom Chris Hemsworth, or Tom Segura. Let us know who you pick, Drew. Who would play you? I've always gotten that I look similar to uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. So I would go. I'd be fine with that. He's he's so talented. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, bring that on. Here's the thing, though. If someone was making a movie about my life, I would want Ryan Gosling to play. <laughs> of course. I, that, I'm sorry, but you gave me an option, so I'm going to pick that. And I want. Um, uh, Wes Anderson to direct mine because that visual style is so unique. That it would be fun. It would be. So that's my picks. Okay. All right. Perfect. Yeah, that was that was a fun one. Yeah, that was. That was a good one there, uh, Mr. Uh, Tyler O. Ooh. Yes. The next one. Uh, should kidneys be able to be bought and sold? That's from a Nick U. Hmm. 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 Should kidneys be able to be bought and sold? Sure. Sure. Why not? Freedom, man. You gotta have your freedoms. Freedoms. Is that what you're thinking? This is for? Is this? You yeah. Have your freedom? freedoms. That's why. Well, why not? Would you buy? How much would you pay <laughs> for been? for a kidney? <laughs> for a on, kidney? Yeah. On the well, I guess it's not black market because we're just buying and selling them. Buying and selling them. Yo, I got two used kidneys here. Yeah, lightly. lightly. Let's just used. put that. They are lightly used. No, not a bit of uh, gin has touched them. Well, uh, <laughs> how much would you pay for a kidney? I don't, if, if I needed one. Yeah. Uh, Whatever. Yeah. What if you didn't need one? You just wanted no, a kidney. I would not want it. See, my mind goes not the like cruel, like evil way. It's mm. more like, why can't, if I'm a healthy, healthy person and there's a sick person who needs a kidney, why can't it be like, yeah, just take it. What if though you were trying to make a profit on them? Well, that's what I mean. Like, but what if you wanted hey, to? Hey, Mr. Make, Hospital, this is your new job. You are now setting the market for <laughs> kidneys to be sold. You've come up with a new business plan, mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. going to take care of everyone. I mean, you're talking thousands of dollars. So you, not to mention the procedure has to be absolutely free. Okay. And the rehab has to be free. You're not making much money on this now. 
No, I'm talking like the hospital pays for my procedure and then I get the profit for my body part. So you are making money off of your new kidney? No. Yeah. Yeah. No, the kidney I'm giving up. Oh, okay. So that's so what I'm saying. You... I'm a healthy person and my idea is to sell my healthy organs just you. <laughs> for profit. Yeah. See, no, no, anybody. Anyone who's healthy, physically healthy. You go into my program. I am so scatterbrained right now, and I don't know what's happening. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, sure. What I'm saying is if, if a healthy-bodied individual, and I know there's, like, programs you can get into where you can already do this, but why not give them money? Do they get money? I don't know. I'm going to assume yes. In America, come on. You make money off of anything. Do you? Or do you just volunteer and be like, hey, I'm we match blood types and save your life here's his I kidney. think someone is making money for sure well the hospital for sure I would say even or, beyond the hospital because like I, hospitals I know nothing about this well here's the thing hospitals are owned by someone yep so and they typically own several hospitals in yep. an area so those major corporations are making money somehow some way I mean insurance companies are covering some of the costs even still money is being made i actually looked at a hospital bill not that long ago and it was someone who early on got covid and survived Mm -hmm. i mean we're looking at tens of millions of dollars yeah and there's and the hospital was like yeah you're paying us and they're like we can't like have fun in bankruptcy basically it's like fun stuff all right so you get covid but and this was i believe they got it I'm not going to go into too many details, but they got it last year mm-hmm. at some point. This is pre-vaccines. Ooh. And, I mean, it didn't matter. They were just trying to fight for their lives. The hospital did their job and saved them. Jeez. And then the people who charge the these poor, innocent people uh, are now asking for over $10 million. That's incredible. That's Ugh. America. America. Ugh. Medicine. Medicine. It's going to cost you on an arm and a leg, yeah. All right, so. Sure, yes. We'll jump around now. Next one. Okay. Um, this is actually my question. Okay. Which celebrity or band has the worst fan base? Ooh. Right? You can literally pick and choose from so many different types out there. Yeah, the worst fan base. And I will say this. If you're on Reddit, you probably get to see a fair amount of like the really bad fan bases on whatever it may be. Like I'll look at sports ones and some of the blues ones. I'm just like, good grief, man. You just don't comment anymore. Please keep your thoughts to yourself. <laughs> uh, you know, I'll see that in like international soccer boards. I'm just like, man, you English are some hateful folks. Yeah. And then you can think of like bands and those fan bases can be absolutely rabid and nuts. So, yeah. yeah. Definitely the Justin Bieber fan girls. You think they're the worst? Yeah. Why is that? Oh, they're toxic and evil. Have you had experiences with them? No, I don't want to. What 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 experience have you seen that makes them toxic? And All evil? of them. <laughs> I haven't see I haven't seen it, so I need examples. Well, I don't have any examples. They're just evil psycho children Hmm. so i don't know if i can pick justin bieber because i from my experiences it's a little like okay yeah you're a big fan cool right on i don't really care for him one way or another i don't either i mean i did get a huge kick out of um 
some celebrity game hockey game was being played and he was playing oh, yeah. and Chris Pronger checked him into the boards. Folks, Chris Pronger is huge on skates. He's like six, nine or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And he just gets this huge smile as he's holding Bieber into the boards while Bieber's screaming in agony. <laughs> and you just see Pronger smiling like a child at Christmas, like <laughs> while, while Bieber goes down. But I don't know if they're the worst fan base. My pick might be Beyonce fans. Beyonce fans are very protective of their queen. Which is interesting. Like, I think she's fine, but I love to mess with Beyonce fans. <laughs> They'll say things like, oh, she's my God. And I'll go, I don't think I can name a single Beyonce song. And they go, what? Like, <laughs> they've lost their mind at that. Like, how could you not? Like, single ladies? I go, oh, yeah. It goes, uh. The single ladies are here and we're here to stay. <laughs> They're like, no, that's not it. Like They'll just keep naming songs and I'll just butcher the lyrics and they just get so mad. So yeah. I don't know if they're the worst. Uh, Ricky Mo- Rick and Morty fans are really bad. Really? Yeah. I haven't seen any Rick and Morty stuff, so like they would hate me for that, I'm sure. Uh, you've never watched that cartoon? No. Mm-hmm. You, you'd probably like it. Maybe I would, but if they have a bad fan base, what have they done? Uh, what have they done? Yeah. They whine about everything. Like, they did the whole, um, oh, I can't pronounce the word, Szechuan sauce. Szechuan. Szechuan. I had Szechuan chicken yesterday. Uh, they brought it back to McDonald's because it was an episode of Rick and Morty, and the fans lost their minds. And was like, bombarding McDonald's. Interesting. Like, in droves. I mean, we're, we're both pro wrestling fans, so we see a lot of the toxicity that comes from pro wrestling. It's not as bad as MMA, though. MMA MMA. fans are really terrible because they'll start talking trash about fighters and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then they'll go and challenge them at their gyms and just get wrecked. (laughs) There was this one guy who challenged Derek Lewis, who's a heavyweight and a killer, like a great fight knockout knockout artist, basically, is what he is. Um, And he's not the most technical fighter, but he's still coming in at like 280 on fight nights. He's a big man. And some guy went and challenged him, and Derek Lewis just wrecked him. And apparently the guy walked in there with his wife and daughter, and his daughter was just laughing as he got knocked the heck out, just crushed. But that kind of stuff happens all the time with fighters. So there's another good one where some guy was tweeting at Paul Felder. He was a really great fighter. He's retired. Uh, But he challenged him, like, basically, man, you're you're shit, or something like that. And Paul Felder's like, bitch, you wouldn't say that to my face. And the guy goes, hell no, you'd kill me. That's why I'm saying it on Twitter. (laughs) Um. This is a little generic, but, like, fans of females. Like, male fans of females. Yeah, I totally... Yep, they're probably the worst. Like, right? the the creepiness. Yes. Those kind of fans, it just goes across the board. Like, uh, oh, God, I'm blanking on names. The female wrestler who got her home invaded. Oh, yeah, Sonia Deville. The Sonia Deville. That was awful. Like, yeah, so, folks, if you don't know, there's this one wrestler. Uh, her name's Sonia Deville. She hasn't been wrestling as much recently, which I think there could be an injury or something. But uh, she had a home invader who broke into her house. And the story that's out there is that her and another wrestler were hanging out, uh, another female wrestler. And they literally had, they, I think, knew someone was in the house or was breaking into the house, ran to their car. And this guy was chasing them while they were getting the car started backed it out and just ran just to get away like it was and he had like out of a horror movie duct tape and stuff yeah. to knock them out like and he had been messaging all of these just grotesque things that he was going to do to her like he was messaging her through twitter and twitter or insta 
One of the two. <sighs> okay, fair enough. Social media. Social media. Way. So, okay, yeah, male creepy fans, those are the worst. Yeah. But I can't say that's like a fan base, per No. Se. That's why I said it's a little generic, but it seems to be like across, you name a famous female person, mm. and she's getting that. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, they, they talk about it openly, too. Like, oh, I got so many dick pics on my DMs. Yeah. Like, um, so my wife and I are friends with, she's not there anymore, but she was, like, basically the weather girl um, in a smaller market. I won't say who this is. I shouldn't give too many details. But her boyfriend was like, yeah, she'll just show me messages she gets. And he's, like, a big dude. Like, he could kill any of these guys. And he's like, yeah, she'll just get these really creepy messages about guys saying what they're doing while they watch her and all that stuff. And I'm just like, okay, cool. I now want to hurt these people. It's just Seriously. awful. So, okay, that's I, a that's a good answer, my friend. Okay. Very good answer. To I, say I, I was, my second pick, my second would be uh, Fanboys of Nazism. I think that's pretty that's equal. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, the fans of Nazis... Of the KKK. You yeah. know what? I think we've passed Justin Bieber slightly. Just slightly. Just by going with the Nazis. Like, <laughs> fanboys of Nazi. Like, oh, yeah, I have my Goebbels poster or Himmler poster. And you're just like, hmm, you are the worst. Or even the, like, the Confederate people that are, like, yeah. fans of the Confederacy. And it's like, what? The South will rise again. The South will rise. Mm-hmm. They, they took our rights. Let's sell our kidneys. What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah. Jim Bob uh, down in Mobile is going to sell his kidneys. Got to make profit somehow. Wait, do you do you remember the stories back in the day of like high school where you're like, dude, if you sell one of your testicles, you'll make $100,000? Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> and all of us in like youth group were like, I think I'd do it. I think I'd do it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I was like the one who was like, I don't think I want to. And then, of course, we found out, yeah, that's totally not true at all. But not true at all. One of those urban legends that get around. Uh, high school. It's like that mythical S that everyone drew in middle school. What? You, you know what I'm talking about. No, it's, I don't. It's that S that is this kind of, I'll have to look it up. Continue. Um, S? An no, S. let's continue on with this. I don't know. So you would just draw an S? Well, it, S symbol. I, I forget what they call it. But as soon as I show it to you, you'll recognize it. Let me see. I don't recognize that, really. Really? Uh, folks, if, if for those uh, that aren't me, it looks like a dollar sign without the line through the middle. Pretty much. That's... Um, yeah. Uh, it's like a legend, like a thing where um, the Superman S, what, I don't even know what... Um, that people just started drawing and it goes back to like the 1950s or the 70s or something like that. And it's just every middle schooler found it and drew it. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I don't even know anything about this. And Tim and I are the same age. Must have been a Baldwin thing. So, yeah, I don't know. No, this is like uh, nationwide. Nationwide. <laughs> is on, on your side. side. We'll have to complete that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no? Okay. Nope. Uh, that was a free commercial for them. Uh, okay. Do you think children born today will have a better or worse life than their parents. That is from a Jason. Hmm. Hmm. Better or worse life. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The way things are going right now in this present time, they're going to have it worse. You think so? Yeah. Just unless like the COVID they, and the political system, unless uh, environmental. Things get better. 
environmental prices for everything are skyrocketing. Maybe that's a good thing, though. Maybe we'll just buy less and consume less. Oh, maybe. Or starve to death. That is another option. Well, there's other ways to get food. If you grow some yourself. If you sell your own kidney. Yeah. Sell <laughs> kidneys from... Oh, my God. That's brilliant. <laughs> sell that for, like, a lifetime supply of ramen? Bring yeah, it. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I think a lot worse. Yeah. It, it, currently, in this present situation, unless things get better... Which there is hope that things do get better. I think it. I think it'll get better in some way. I mean, yeah, we're gonna go through some shortages. Um, I do worry about overpopulation sometimes because it's like, man, we do have a lot of people on this earth, mm-hmm. and COVID took out. I don't think it's taken out a million yet. Oh, no, yeah. it, no, it's taken out several million. I was thinking of just this country. Yeah, it's seven hundred thousand in this country. In just this country, that's what I meant. Sorry, I know it's taken over millions, but we still got billions mm-hmm. on this earth. Mm-hmm. It's going. When, and it's gonna go up, like that's, there's gonna be a like at some point. I feel like they're gonna be like, all right, we're putting a baby cap on everyone. You can have one. <laughs> like there's gotta be something. I, I, and, and maybe in like 2200 they'll do that. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, a lot of people our age and younger seemingly having less families. Not like the, a, yeah, but not the Mormons. They're making up for it, man. They're having like 17 babies each. The Mormons and the Muslims, actually. Good. Yeah. Lots of babies. A lot of babies coming from those. But like Joe Schmo, generic white people aren't having kids. Like it's a concern hmm. in America. We're like. But our population's still going up in this country. Based off of those two groups. Look at you guys. Look at y'all getting all excited with each other and making Ooh, babies. Yeah. Good for you. Mm. Mm. So yeah. So, I, you think so? Uh, yeah. I think in this current right now. Even I still don't know because I think there's always ebbs and flows. Like in the 1980, like 1980 itself, late 70s, early 80s, there was a gas shortage. There was, you know, the Vietnam War. We had political turmoil with the Nixon administration. And we came out of that looking like doing pretty good. Like Mm -hmm. it took a little while, but we did. I think through hopefully some ingenuity, technology, and people working. I mean, hopefully at some point we work together for something, it'll get better. Now, maybe I'm being a, a bit naive here. That's the hope. That's the hope. Yeah, that's my hope. I feel like with technology and education that's available, there's some things that are just better than what it was when I was a kid. So I think it's going to get, it's going to be better at, at most things, but there's going to be other things that aren't going to be as good. That's my thought. Yeah. I mean, I had nostalgia for things when I was a kid of not having a cell phone. I. Or technology. I, like pre Facebook, free social media. I'm inching closer and closer, just deleting it all, man. Right. I, I think about, like, I, <laughs> I had a funny thought the other day. This better be hilarious. It's not at all. It's uh. just a funny thought for me. Like, I. This is going to sound kind of awful, and you're going to. Is dis- it racist? No. Then we're fine. Okay. Uh, I kind of peaked in my late teens and early 20s as far as, like, popularity or being, like, huge because I was running, like, this local band stuff out of the church and, like, thousands of people I would talk to at a given year. Like, just the amount of people, the amount of interaction, the amount of things that I was doing was a lot more than I do today. And that was all before YouTube or social media was a real big thing. Like, I would probably have thousands of followers if I had that back then, is what I'm saying. And, 
because even when I was in my 20s and at that church, they were talking about putting me on the weekend rotation. And this is before social media and anything got blown up. Now, if you're in a big church, you can be a big success because the social media. Now I'm like an unknown because I was I did all that before social media. Does that bother you? No. Oh. It doesn't bother me, but it's like it's interesting to look at it where because I, I broke into the business before I use big quotes there. You also used a pro wrestling phrase. Right. <laughs> broke into the business, brother, brother. Brother, brother. Uh before this like boom of social media, it's kind of a weird thing where i'm like man i was so cool back in the day now i'm just kind of a lame person that no one knows okay that's i'm fair. just thinking now of like the movie version of that where it's like oh man what could have been what could have been for jeremy renner's version <laughs> of tim Farr? like can you imagine that character then like i i the next scene of the movie that i'm thinking of now is Let's go for it but first of all we need to cast someone to play nick urban now so who would play oh, nick, nick urban, urban. Yeah. it would have to be like a refrigerator like a huge person mm, okay so Michael Clark Duncan has passed away, mm. who is uh, in the Green Mile. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the first person you said, or when you came up with that scenario, I was like, oh, um, okay, Michael Clark Duncan. Kingpin from Daredevil. Oh, okay, yeah, that guy's cool. He's also a bit older. Mm-hmm. Um, but All these people are younger than me, too. That's the funny part. Yep. <laughs> I can't think of like a big, we'll get Batista to play him mm, that's a good pull batista yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely batista okay so we get so imagine a batista is sitting next to a jeremy renner <laughs> in a bar and it's going to be basically like last night uh-huh, but uh-huh. you're going to be talking about like oh, what could have been and then batista is going to be like listen brother <laughs> you got it i can't even get that deep i love batista's voice it's awesome listen brother it's going to be okay you don't need the followers. You don't need any of that. You got the house. You got the car. You got your friends. Hard cut then. Back to the podcast. <laughs> that's the next scene of the movie in okay. my book. All right. Cool. cool I cool. like it, though. Uh, so that's a good scene, too. That's going to be the Oscar winner. I'm sorry, but I think Batista's going to now win an Oscar. Not going to be Jeremy Renner. <laughs> but I think Batista playing Nick Urban wins uh, an Academy Award. Yep, yep, yep. God, I would love to see that. But first of all, I'm a big Batista fan in general. Me too. Because he too. seems now like he's older and gotten wiser with life. Mm-hmm. To mm-hmm. where anytime I see him post something on social media, it's typically very like inclusive and positive. Um, and he like just sticks up for the like the little guy so often. I like that about him. Yeah, I have, I like him in a lot of roles too. Everything that he's played, I haven't. Like even the small bit role in that James Bond movie, he's good in that. Yep, he's he's figured out his niche and he's just digging in more and more. What's interesting too is like he worked in the WWE, super successful, made a lot of money, then made some mistakes along the way after leaving WWE, where mm. financially he was in trouble. Yep, and yet somehow was able to, you know, continue on, found the um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy franchise, mm-hmm. and is doing great after that. So yeah. I just root for him. He's in Dune. Oh yeah, I heard he was in Dune. Is he good in it? I mean, obviously, you said he's good in everything. So yeah, I mean, he was fine in it. Yeah. Uh, he has a small role, but yeah, he's good. What's interesting? Does he fight Momoa in it by chance? Uh, no. Okay, because there's like this show on Apple TV where him and uh, where Batista and Momoa have a fight, and I'm like, I kind of want to watch it just for that fight sequence. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's on Apple TV, and I mean, we watched Ted Lasso, and now we're kind of like, whatever. It's 
not paying attention to Apple TV as much. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. All right, so the next one. Next question. Um, what game have you spent the most hours in your life playing? Diablo 2. Diablo 2. It's Hands like down. by far. Hands down. Really? Nothing's yeah. even close. Uh, no. When did you first play it? 2000. 2000? Wow. That's yep. 21 plus years. That's when it came out. Wow. Because I was a fan of Diablo 1, which came out in 97. How many Diablo games are out now? Three. Three? They got to do a little better job with the output, folks. Come on. Yeah. Well, it was like, uh, let's see here. Diablo 2 came out in 2001, 2000, well, 2000, 2001 is when the expansion came out. And then the third one came out in ooh, 2016, 17, 18. Right They're now? worse than George Martin. Yeah. Good grief. Well, 4 is supposed to come out soon. I mean, that we've heard that with George R. R. Martin books, so I'm right, good. Right. On, on Ice and Fire books, so... Yeah, but Diablo 2, oh man, it's... Uh, Was it called Diablo 2 Electric Boogaloo? Yes. <sighs> no. Diablo 2 Lord of Destruction. Nah, I like Electric Boogaloo Me way too. more. Me too. That's just being a Five Iron Frenzy fan. Yeah. I know that's their worst album, but I still enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, yeah, hands down, a lot of hours in that game. Wow. What's, what do you think is second? Because that was so Ooh. fast. You didn't analyze it at all. You just knew it. Yeah. What do you think is second, though? It would be like a, a second-way tie between Knights of the Old Republic, Star okay. Wars game. Uh, on Xbox? On PC. On PC, okay. Yeah, I play you, on PC. You're just straight uh, a PC guy. Yeah. I had consoles for a while, and then I traded them in and or sold them. That happens a lot. Yeah. Uh, so Knights of the Old Republic, Skyrim, and Ma- Minecraft are all kind of congealed into one. Mm, you like those RPG games. I do. That's your, your style. Yeah, it tells a good story. I can see that. And Skyrim, those games, uh, the Elder Scrolls series, even part uh, subcategory Fallout series, you know, it's the modding community. Oh, okay. Makes those games just incredible. If you're not a computer nerd, a modding community, so they make changes to the game. They make them like you can have different combat through these mods, different visuals, immersion. Like I had Skyrim so immersive. Like you would go outside and you'd hear like the birds and the rustling of leaves and like the sky looked beautiful and the water, you could hear waterfalls and stuff. It was incredible. Do you think we mansplain stuff too much? Maybe. Yeah. Cause when you said that, I was like, Oh cool. This is good. But then there's probably people out there. Who's like, oh, I know what that is. Tim, uh, Caleb, you don't have to explain what a wrist lock is. Brother, brother, brother way brother. to mansplain for me. When did that become a thing? Like, mansplaining or wrist locks? Yes. <laughs> wrist locks i'm pretty sure was definitely back like in the george hackenschmidt days of like the 19 teens probably even back to like the abe lincoln i can lick anyone in this town uh there's a gr- i love that there's a, a abraham lincoln promo out there where he says i can lick anyone in this town yeah that was an abe lincoln promo from back in the day we may do a show about that abe lincoln pr- uh wrestling or yeah I think it'd be interesting to do one just on old-time wrestling stories from, like, you know, the mm-hmm. 1930s and back. That could be pretty interesting. Well, I mean, for the other show. Uh, oh. We're missing Drew on, I think it's the 6th. Okay. So maybe I'll have you on, and we'll talk about the history of Abe Lincoln wrestler. I would, uh, there's, there's not too much, though, because I've uh, read some not. stuff. But we can go into the in-depth, uh, 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 in-depth history of Abraham Lincoln. That would be fun, yep. the, the the unknown stories for sure. Yep. I'm trying to figure out what game I've played the most. I mean, I've played a lot of Total War the past few years, but mm-hmm. when I was younger, I played like a lot of Madden. I also loved 
uh, Marvel's X-Men Legends. Okay. That was my favorite game for so long. X-Men Legends and... Uh, they did like a, a Marvel Legends after that, so you could then mm. play like as Avengers and all the other different characters that were there, which was fun. But X Men Legends was my jam. I used to play a lot of that with Michael Sheets. Uh, he would just we'd play it for like all night, and then it'd be six in the morning. And we're like, well, we're adults, we should probably go to bed. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. But it'd be so much fun, we didn't really care. Um, so that was another one for me. Uh, the NHL games. Yeah, I played some of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and honorable mention, Grand Theft Auto. I never got into Grand Theft Auto. Uh, there would be nights so. when me and my friend, when the f- third one came out, you know, GTA 3, where we would just play until dawn. And mm. we, what we did is we just harassed people and get the cops after us, and you pass the control and when you died or got uh, arrested. Interesting. So then we'd play like 12 hours just doing that. You know, I thought of, you know, I thought about doing. I thought mm. about starting a Twitch channel. Yeah, I would be the worst gamer ever. People would be like, "You're playing these games wrong," and I'd be like, "I don't really care. I'm just here to have fun." So I don't know. That's something I've thought about doing, like with Total War, yeah. especially like with the historical stuff, because I can like interact with like, yeah, Prussia definitely couldn't hold all of these <laughs> territories. I have somehow taken over Moscow. I feel bad internally because that was a goal of a certain awful dictator who was a genocidal maniac but i did it you know that yeah that happened to me once when i was playing total war i literally invaded france by going through belgium and i'm like i feel so bad right now i will not take paris (laughs) you you just take it i'm gonna keep alsace lorraine you guys enjoy that part whoops uh, you'll have to talk to Drew. Here's our uh, Twitch aficionado. Yeah, yeah, he twi- right. he Twitch streams all the time. I don't think he's gonna want to talk to me after I James said Gordon. James Gordon, <laughs> <laughs> and we gave everyone else cool actors. <laughs> I'll have to make sure he's... that Drew listens to this episode. Uh, I'm sorry, sort of Drew. <laughs> um, yeah, he Twitch streams all the time. I Does tried it, it yeah. uh, and I just want to enjoy the thing, not. This is the thing that I do. The podcasting is the thing I do, not mm. Twitch stream. I don't want, when I'm playing a video game, I want to like show off my brain and enjoy what I'm doing. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Let's see. The next question. Next question. Next question. Uh, who has zero filter between their brain and their mouth? Drew. Yeah. I was thinking you would uh, say that, too, because mm-hmm. this is from Drew. Mm-hmm. Electric Boogaloo Drew. I like how all my friends contacted you. Well, I, I might have reached out. Oh, okay. But still, I did not. It's a question. Mm-hmm. So, anyone else <laughs> that you could think of that we want to out as having no filter? Oh, no filter. Hmm. Not off the top of my brain. That's a good choice, though. Like, I do appreciate though about that about Drew is how there isn't that filter. It is a stream of consciousness. It is completely honest. Mm-hmm. He doesn't hold back on anything. Nope. I think that can work against him in life in a uh-huh. lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And that then, like, I consider him a friend. So I'm like, don't say that. Okay. All right. You know, I got you, buddy. But Well, that's the thing. He doesn't care. And the people that are around him are the people that love him. And you end up finding the heart in Drew. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and when he has this rough exterior, but if you find his heart, you actually, oh, he's a really good dude. He has just really strong opinions and he's not going to hold back on you. Yeah, I agree. Um, our friendship, Drew and I's friendship, is very unique because, like, we are talking about this uh, the other day on Discord. Uh, on paper, we shouldn't be friends. Like, our comedy, the stuff that we enjoy, 
is completely different, but it just works somehow. In my opinion, though, that's how life should be. I like it when people have something completely different to bring to the table Mm -hmm. because then I'm going to learn something from them. Yeah, absolutely. Like one of my best friends growing up. So uh, I was born in Oklahoma City. We left there when I was three. Mm -hmm. I don't really I don't think I developed any friends at that point. I was three. Mm -hmm. We moved into Pennsylvania and in this cul-de-sac, it was me and these two other guys that were the same age. (laughs) No, they were grown men. I said guys. (laughs) I realized, no, two other boys that were my age. Right. And uh, one is one kid, uh, Anthony, really good kid, um, kind of similar in a lot of ways. Um, but then there was this other kid, Amit. His family was from India. Mm. Uh, they had like idols from like different uh, Hindu uh, right. Hindu gods that were there. Mm-hmm. Completely different experience. They introduced me to curry, and I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> I could eat this curry chicken all day. Um, they had, uh, he had video game systems that, you know, we didn't, couldn't afford it at that point. Right. He was bringing something different to the table. I played a lot of sports, so he was then playing a lot of sports with me. Nice. He was invited to the vow renewal. He couldn't make it because of like a health issue, oh. but still like we haven't seen each other since I was like seven or eight, mm-hmm. but we just maintained contact because that That's friendship awesome. was so strong. That's awesome. So I think we should all probably try to meet people who are completely different from us uh, a friend of mine um you know he's gone through a rough divorce and you know he's always talking with his kids about like their friends and stuff and right. one of his kids said i don't want to make friends th- i don't want any friends who are non-christians mm. and i'm like kiddo yeah you know i don't blame the kid for that this kid is in middle school yeah maybe. yeah 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 so more than likely, that was an influence from someone else. Mm-hmm. And hopefully that kid realizes that's not okay to, to be that way. Uh, and my friend, to uh, his credit, was basically like, no, that's not the way to live, and here's why. Hopefully one day that child realizes that that's not good, but we would both know there's so many people out there that would say, I don't want anyone who's not my same religion my same denomination of my religion who doesn't go to my church maybe even like they just get so small in their little circle of friends that they believe something like that yeah and i would i would have that conversation and go so that's not what jesus would do yeah i'm pretty sure those prostitutes that jesus befriended Mm. were maybe not exactly uh in line with his faith at that point but he was okay with that yeah the woman in the well samaria that whole bit like yeah. you love people that are different from you 100 well, you love everybody but you go out and you love people that are different fact. than you mm-hmm. yeah fact fact all next right. question next question hmm. um so the rest of these are going to be a bit silly good well not, like as, not as well one of them's not as much silly uh this next one though how many chickens would it take to kill an elephant hmm probably in the thousands i mean it's got to be tens of thousands like because i don't think a chicken would be able to pluck its way through an elephant it would just have to wear out the elephant to death well a thousand chickens is a lot of chickens it is a lot of chickens but i think we're going to need more than a thousand are we talking like real chickens yes okay what other kind of chickens are there see i went my brain went like the zelda chickens no we're thinking real okay because i don't remember elephants being in zelda Maybe there might have been, but we're also not thinking about killing those elephants. <laughs> we're thinking of killing a real African elephant. So, what about 
uh, the like the cockfighting roosters. I think it would take a lot of those. Well, those are roosters, not chickens. It's the same species. It's the same species, but it's not a chicken. It's a rooster. If God said, <laughs> <laughs> I know with you, all I got to do is say, if God <laughs> tested you with this. I would argue that's the chicken. That's the same family. It's the same species of animal. I st- okay, I st- you're maybe looking at a thousand of those that would have to be. Because an elephant's huge, man. Huge. Uh, just a trunk swat away, that's killing a good 20 chickens right there. <laughs> well, a stomp, too. A stomp kills probably five at a time. Boom, 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 boom. I'm totally rooting for the elephant, by the way. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, they're elephants. They're just, they're, they can be very sweet. They can be. Yeah. Chickens can be, too. I don't see it as much with them. Like, I appreciate their eggs. I, I do eat a I, lot of eggs. I appreciate their wings. Mm. I just appreciate them for food. I don't appreciate an elephant mm. for a food at all. Um, beer, beer can chicken. Mm. Yeah. You okay. can't do that with an elephant. No. I will say, <laughs> um, so this one job I had uh, involved me um, going through, how do I put this? I'll just say, it's going through different people's offices who were... Mm. Um, very wealthy. Okay. Uh, and basically, we were doing some IT work for them. Okay. And they were out. Now, this is around COVID, so I won't go into too much depth. But this one person who was very well off definitely liked to hunt big game. Oh, and have like the skin and the head. Yeah, and, and I just remember being like, I know I will never like this person because they had like elephant tusks. They mm. had like a, a lion. And the, the lion was the worst for me because I just was like, what did this cat do to you? You yeah. just wanted to kill it to kill it. It didn't need to die. You went to Africa to shoot it. Mm. And in my head, I was like, you know what? I really wish it was just you and the lion and there was no spotters, no help. So that way it was at least more of a game because that lion had no chance. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, what's fun about that in a sick, sadistic way is there's like group of people that are hunting poachers i heard yeah someone uh, well no i did see a poacher got killed recently by an elephant and i was like oh poor and, god no it's like a group of people that hunting. hunt poachers wow yeah interesting mm. the sad thing is this guy probably went through some sort of Shit. way to be able to yeah. do that without having to deal with the guys hunting the poachers this man oh, probably right. paid to go to a big game reserve and hunt the it. very sick sickly lion that can't do it it didn't look sick man it looked like a beautiful it was a female lion Mm. it just was i'm like looking at this thing like you should not be dead you should not be dead at all this person who is in this office um how do i put this um i hope they never find love (laughs) they don't deserve it in my book if you kill big animals you don't deserve to find love uh those elephants and tigers zebras um, they haven't done anything to you, so you're not killing it for the meat. You're not killing it for the furs. You're just killing it to make yourself feel better. You don't deserve love, my not friend at all. <laughs> so, so we're gonna say, all right. So if we're saying roosters, what a if, thousand. What, let's go both, half okay. and half. Okay. So, ooh. So yeah. now the now this game got a little more interesting. Yeah. So we're looking at. Because the chickens are bringing the game down. They're not fighters. No. No. The roosters are going to do some damage, but not much. Not much. So I'm thinking a good 20,000. You're probably right. You're probably right. Because like I said, it's just got to go at... They just got to go in waves, man. Yeah. Well, that's the only way they could do it. I mean, they can surround it, but then... 
Mm. Yep, agreed. That's a Brian question. Brian. Yep. Uh, this actually is a second one from Amy. Mm. Uh, who is your worst teacher and why? Ooh, worst teacher and why? I, I want to go first on this one, if you don't mind. Go for it. It's my seventh grade math teacher who then led me to hating math forever. Miss Lichwager. Yes, Lichwager. Sounds like someone that ran a Gestapo camp uh, somewhere. Probably with did. With a name like Lichwaga. Probably did. Um, was she from Argentina? Uh, Brazil? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, this was in Texas. Okay. Uh, which, interesting thing enough, my grandpa actually guarded an SS camp uh, in Texas, actually. Cool. So, yeah. he. In, another great part of the story is... Uh, Basically, the other guards were 4F. They were like, they had gone crazy from battle and mm. they just left my grandpa in charge. Uh, he was a sergeant to watch all of these SS soldiers in Texas. Cool. And basically, what he would do is anytime the SS would start to like try to break out in some way, he would just let the craziest guards man the machine guns. And the SS guards were like, we're good. We'll stop immediately. <laughs> and at one point, they started trying to dig a tunnel out. And so they were about to start digging up. My grandpa put a machine gun nest right from where they were going to go up with the two crazy guards. They stopped immediately. <laughs> like, they're like, mm, we're good. We're good. <laughs> nice. And when my my grandparents got married very quickly in Oklahoma City, then my grandpa went to Texas to guard the troops. My grandma came down to be with him, and she walked in and started saying, excuse me, uh, can someone tell me where Bob Freeze is? Bob Freeze? Why don't any of you speak English? None of you? She just walked right in with all of these German troops. And my grandpa came out like, nope, back up. I got a Tommy. I'll fire at all of you. <laughs> Come on. They spent like some of their first nights married together in a German prison of war camp. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. That's just an interesting story. But anyways, worst teacher was uh, Miss Lichwager. Her, I'm sure her grandpa was an SS soldier. <laughs> Just the worst. the worst. She was so mean to everyone for no mm, reason. So I'm like, yeah, sad. math is the worst. Yeah, I, uh, Mr. Moser, my seventh grade science teacher, mm. he was a creepy man who put all the pretty girls next to him. This is seventh grade, by the uh, way. Yep. Uh, and the way he taught was, here's some notes on this projector, and that's how I'm going to teach you. And he would just sit at his computer and probably look at porn. Gosh. Yeah. What? Uh, so this was like the what late nineties, probably. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's sad that we both talked about our worst teachers being in middle school because mm -hmm. I think middle school is like a dividing line for us. For do you like school or not? It happened in middle school where you decided if you did or didn't. And for me, it was really bad. We moved from the St. Louis area to the Dallas area. Right. And I had some really good teachers at in the St. Louis area. Some overall, they were really good. In Texas, I had a couple good ones, but they were mostly not good. Oh, and that's, that's because so many of them were coaches who didn't care uh, as much about the schoolwork. They cared more about what they were going to be coaching later. Right. Um, hey, good for them. They got to make a little more money. And some of them, well, one of them we talked about already who had that heart attack <laughs> in the middle of the game. Found <laughs> Coach Peace is doing well. Love you, Coach Peace. Hope you're good. <laughs> But yeah, like that's a dividing line for people is middle school, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I had a couple bad college professors too. Yeah, I did too. Um, one guy who just watched like YouTube videos from Harvard, like that profession, 
professor. I'm like, why Why am I paying you money? Yeah. <laughs> I should be paying the guys from Harvard. Right. Wow. Yeah. I had some bad ones in college, too, but I don't think about them as much. I really do think about the good professors I had in college. Me, too. Which is interesting. Like, I... Anytime, if someone were to bring up the bad professor's names, I'd be like, oh, yeah. Like, Netzer and I would talk about certain professors. <laughs> and he'd be like, listen, you have to take it. Just get through it. And mm-hmm. They're not going to be good. Just know yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. And then there were some that were just the best, and I'll remember them for the rest of my life. They were so great. So Dr. Owensby, Dr. Magruder, Dr. Uh, Rosedahl, they were amazing to me. Dr. Langston was fun. He, he was <laughs> Dr. Langston had, he talked like this. <laughs> This was Dr. Langston's voice. And he would always go, praise God, at the end of every class. Um, But he had the driest sense of humor. He loved to rewrite praise and worship songs and make them just silly. That's awesome. And so I wrote a sketch with a little bit of his help to, I was going to impersonate Dr. Langston. And it was almost going to be Eddie Murphy's um, Buckwheat. (laughs) But I was going to be Dr. Langston. And he liked it. He's like, oh, that's a great idea, young man. Uh, Mr. Carnes, keep at it. You know, and he amazing. gave me some of his songs, and I performed it, and everyone laughed. But the director's like, "I can't do a one-man sketch. I'm sorry. We have to do you know multiple people, so right, we right, can't right. use it." He's like, "It's funny, but I can't do it." I'm like, oh, okay, no worries. But I, I had my mannerisms now, my Dr. Langston, and just <laughs> didn't didn't get to do it. So, oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Crisip was one of my favorite professors. Mm-hmm. The driest sense of humor. Mm-hmm. He was lecturing us one time. It's like, oh, one time I got excommunicated from a church and then kept t- continuing on. And we're like, whoa, 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 yeah. wait. <laughs> Tell us that story. Go on. Uh, and it ended up just being like he disagreed with somebody theologically and they like excommunicated him. And it was a big deal. But like, <laughs> like well, you can't just, you what? what? Yeah. I did have a professor in college who loved to make the same joke. And I knew when it was coming, uh, I had like, I think I had three classes with him, actually. It was uh, Dr. Hayes. Um, and his favorite joke to say was, you know, when I was with my first wife, she would love this. She's my only wife, but she's my first wife, too. And, like, the look on everyone's face, it's an AG school. So uh, they're looking uh, around like, oh, my, he got divorced? And then, like, he would drop the second part of it. And they go, oh, okay. But every time he would drop that line, I'm just like, all right, Hayes, let's hear it. <laughs> Get it out of the way. Funny. That's Those funny. are good. All right, yeah. next question. Next question. Um, what Disney princess would make the best spouse? What would make the best spy? And what would make the best serial killer? Oof. Like three different princesses? I would think that would be the way to go. Spouse, spy, serial killer. Spouse, spy, serial killer. Yeah. Um, and well, that's a lot. I mean, you got so many to pick from. So spy, obviously, Princess Leia Organa Solo. That's I. That's somehow a Disney princess. Good job. I wasn't thinking that at all. Mm-hmm. Leia for the spy. All right. Mm-hmm. Obviously, obviously. Well, I mean, she'd make a good. I was gonna go too. with. I was gonna go with Mulan. Mulan. Mm, that's, that's she good hit pull. as a man. She could fight if she needed to. I. I'm gonna go with Mulan myself. Okay. For spy. Serial killer. Yeah. Mm. I mean, this has got to be someone with like. Some darker tendencies, possibly. I don't know if I know like my Disney princesses that well. I, there's got to be one where you look at it and go like, mm, that ain't right. Mm. Like, did one ever give you like creepy vibes? 
See, I'm I'm fogging on my Disney princesses for some reason. Like mm. I, I I think it's Cinderella. No, yeah. uh, Rapunzel. No. No. Um. What uh, the Frozen? Oh, the, the, the Frozen Frozen yeah. chick. Not okay. Was Elsa the one that would freeze I everyone? No I think that is Elsa's the one that would freeze everyone. Um, okay. So I'm picking her because she she could get mad mm-hmm. and just freeze people and just yeah. freeze them out and then boom, you're done. That's mm. Elsa right there. Yeah. Now she was she had good reasons to be upset. She couldn't control her powers, but she would blame other people a lot. It's true. And that's what a serial killer I think ends up doing is they mm. often blame other people. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's my pick is Elsa. I have to concur. You're with Elsa. Yeah, I, I don't have any other good ones. Yeah. Now you got to think of a spouse of that's... all the Disney princesses. Which would make do you think the best spouse? Hmm. Hmm. I'm trying to think of this too. I don't like. I I wanted to go I with said something horribly sexist. Oh, don't say that. No, 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 no. Uh, I was gonna go with Belle from Beauty and the Beast, but mm, I feel like she's cool. more of an enabler. She like enables people a bit. I don't know if that's always the healthiest. I mean, like I love Beauty and the Beast. Great movie, a lot of fun. Seems mm-hmm. like a good character. Mm-hmm. You know, it didn't end well for Belle because the French Revolution was right around the corner, so that didn't go well. Hopefully, they got out. Hopefully. But otherwise, they're going to be in trouble. Uh, I don't know what that voice was. It was, uh, mm. it was almost Batista. I was I think I was trying to do, uh, Batista, this isn't going to go well. That's the worst Batista I've ever done. Um, hmm. Let me think. Then uh, Pocahontas, I think she seems really supportive. and go. She's a go-getter. I love me some Pocahontas. I thought she was great. I didn't like the movie as much, personally. but Yeah, the movie was kind of bad. Yeah. Uh, I would say Jasmine. Oh, good call, yeah. man. Jasmine's I, a good call. I had to look up the official canon of Disney princesses to get some names. Yeah? Yeah. I like the... Ooh, I really like the Jasmine one. I I can't get behind... Not Snow White. I don't think Snow White would be a good one. No. Nope. I don't think um, Ariel, Little Mermaid, would be the best either. No. Just, you know, different cultures there. I don't think our diet's going to be the same. She's used to the water. Her I'm best not. friend is a fish or a lobster. <sighs> and I would probably want to eat both. both. Yeah. Although I don't know if flounder's flounder. a good Flounder's a, is that a good fish? Yeah, I is eat it? flounder all the time. Yeah? yeah? I don't recall having a good flounder meal. It, it's like a, it's pretty much a cod. Oh, okay. So it's like an average fish. Yeah, very. Yeah. Not super fishy, but fine. Yeah, just oh, fine. Crap. Put a little garlic on it. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah. I bet a little bit of like lemon zest too. Yep. Oh, okay. So, so, so cod is very dense. Flounder is very skinny. Okay, so yeah. I would eat her best two friends. Yeah, we couldn't get married. No. No, no chance no. in that one. Cinderella just seems kind of boring and bland. I don't know if she's boring and bland. Yeah. I just think that yeah. having three fairy godmothers is a bit much. Yeah, there's a lot of mother-in-laws that I don't want to deal with. That's a good point. That's a mm. good point. Um, let me think. So, uh, Aurora? A-U-R-O-R. Oh, that's from Sleeping Beauty? Yep. Okay, she's got some really rough rivals. Like, if you marry her, you got to deal then with the bad queen that hates her. I used to be terrified of that queen when I was a wee lad. Um, we mentioned Belle, Jasmine, Pocahontas, Mulan, Tina from the Pro- Princess and the Frog. I never saw it. I heard it's good, but I never saw it. Rapunzel. Uh, That's too much hair for me. Uh, the girl from Brave Merida. Mar- I didn't see that one either. And Mona. Mona. Which one's Mona? From Mona. 
Oh, Moana. Moana. Oh, I like Moana. That was a fun movie. That's the official canon of Disney uh, Princesses. Yeah. I think you got the right one with Jasmine. I'm going to go with Jasmine too, which I hate doing the same thing, but you did one that's the same. Mm-hmm. I did one that's the same. And then we split Leia and I picked Mulan. So yep. I think we did okay on that. Even though mine is not officially Disney canon princess, but screw that. I think it's fine. Yeah. I think it's a great call. Really clever. I'd also marry Leia. 100%. You'd marry Leia? Oh, so yeah, you'd 100%. marry a spy? Yeah. 100%. Well, that leads us then to the next question. And because I'm like a Han Solo. Come on now. Okay, so you want Harrison Ford to play the old you? Yeah, yeah, that'd be fantastic. Really? Yeah, he ha- he has a dry sense of humor too. He does. He's also heard a giant stoner, which made me respect yeah. him more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do love whenever he was interviewed on Conan, and he just didn't care about the movies. There's like one that there was, he's being interviewed on about a movie. And he was just basically bashing it himself, like, mm. it's not any good. <laughs> like, just doing that in his own. And Conan's like, go see it in theaters if you want. Harrison Ford doesn't really care. I like when he brought out Chewie when the whole Force Awakens scene. He's like, you know what you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had a good sense of humor. I never want to see you here. He had, like, he had an everyman like sense of humor, I feel like. And uh-huh. I mean, part of it was he was a carpenter. So he, you know, it's had true. that everyman quality like Jesus. to him. Yes. He. <laughs> I, that's who I was trying to compare him to, was was a messianic Jesus. figure. Yep, 100%. So I guess then, since you would marry a spy, I need to ask you, do you know any suspected terrorists? <laughs> if so, what's their address? That's from a uh, Corey. Corey. Who hmm. remain, wanted to remain um, a bit anonymous. I, I do not. Neither do I. Yeah. Is there anyone you feel like could pull off being a terrorist that you're friends with? Hmm. Like, they would have to be quiet and devious. I feel like I live with one. Yeah, I didn't want to say the name, <laughs> but I was going to let you do it. <laughs> well, I'll I'll just leave it to that. Yeah, we feel like we might know someone, Corey, <laughs> and I think his address then would be the same as Tim's. Yep. So you probably already know it because that's where this podcast gets recorded. Agreed. And you listen to us every week. Yeah. Um, that was all the questions. Okay. Fair. Uh, also, no one wrote in any questions. I just made these up. So. <laughs> This is all questions that I just came up with the past two days. I asked Kate today, I go, hey, do you have any questions you want to ask Tim? She's like, oh, I thought that was next week. I'm like, no, it's this week. She's like, I'm not awake, so no. So she just left. <laughs> so all of these questions were mine. Uh, that <laughs> just, is really funny. I totally lied that there, were, there was no AMA. <laughs> this was just me having fun. Whatever makes you happy. That, that did. Well, good. So, I'm glad. That's what I'm here for. Well, good. I think that's really all that we have today. This is fun. This was a fun podcast, though. Yeah, it was. This, one of my, this might be my favorite, other than to like the groomsmen one. This was a lot of fun. It was. So we have like two now projects that we need to work on. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. I want Sorry, you put it in the universe. It has to happen. Oh, the movie of my life. Yeah. <laughs> and Stradella. But here's the thing. Your, your life's not done. There's so much more to do it. Like, well, we this would be a part one. We got to do a franchise of movies? Yeah, of course. It's got to at least be a trilogy. That is the thing in the movie business. That's what people yeah. are looking for. Or even just a, 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 a TV series. That's a hot thing. I think right a mini series could be more fun. A sporadic mini series every couple be, years? Yeah. Well, I mean, come on. There's nothing wrong with doing like a three, uh, not a three part mini series, but doing like a three season mini series. Okay. Fair. The, the first half, you know, or the first one would be. Early life, starting then with the leading. No, you know, we start with like the burned down house, and then we get to where it wasn't the burned down house, and then 
the second season is after. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then we can do like a whole meta thing where it, the podcast episode for Stradella and that becomes its own like oh, offshoot. Yeah. It could be like a quick little indie movie within the movie mm-hmm. or within the series. That would be fun. Yep. I like that. And like it's just an, us talking about it. Like a noise off. It would literally be like a drunk history. I yeah, feel like 100%. that's what it would turn into. I'm down for that though. Yeah. That would be so fun to do. That would be a fun to do a drunk history <laughs> of the Stradella murder. <laughs> Gosh, we never. I mean, we've decided it was his wife, who didn't have a name, right? We didn't give her a name, or she, I, she had a name. Oh, I think. she did. We I should think. figure that out. It was the lover of the ex or the wife who ended up hiring the assassin. What was his name? Uh, he is mystery man. We need to give him Mr. A name. X. What sounds like a good Italian serial killer name? Little Caesars. <laughs> that is the worst one, sir. But I like it. I little Caesar. Little Caesar. <laughs> we might be insensitive <laughs> with that impression. <laughs> Stradella. Stradella. <laughs> I like that, though. Uh, okay, cool. Anything else, man? Oh, uh, no. All right, well, I think that's all. Uh, happy Halloween to everyone. Stay safe out there. Have a good time. Uh, Tim, I love you. Love you, too. God save the queen. <laughs>